Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, and it's day 1,546 since we came back on the air. Today I wanted to follow up on something we reported almost two weeks ago. For anyone who didn't manage to catch the broadcast, we found footprints on our side of the fence, leading right up to our door. Whoever it was was wearing heavy boots that left a solid impression, but we don't know what they wanted because they went away. As far as we can tell, they just hopped over the fence somehow, marched straight to the door, and then walked right back out. The follow-up is that nothing else has happened since. I beefed up the perimeter defenses, but honestly, I'm still not sure how they got past the first ones. So there's no telling if it had any effect whatsoever. I know Agnes and Dr. Clark are worried about me. Especially Dr. Clark. They think I'm being paranoid, and maybe I am. I just keep thinking about Flip Wallace and how those guys jumped me and took me away for three weeks, and it wasn't that they mistreated me, but it was that I didn't want to be there in the first place. It was inherently traumatic, and I don't think they ever understood that. They weren't intentionally trying to terrorize me. They thought I'd come around to their way of thinking and join their cult, and that this was just part of the initiation ritual, but that's not how it felt to me. I'm trying really hard not to be that paranoid person who's looking over his shoulder all the time, you know? I keep thinking about this guy who used to live downstairs from me in my apartment back before the zombies came. We didn't hang out, but every now and then the complex would host neighborhood get-togethers at the pool and I'd show up for the free food and would talk to a few people, including this guy. He stands out in my memory because he watched a lot of news and he was kind of hard of hearing, so he'd turn the TV up really loud, so loud that I could hear it through the floor. I couldn't make out many individual words, but the thing that I couldn't help notice was the tone of the commentators. They were angry. I don't know what they were angry about, but they were clearly angry and strident in their views and that whatever the situation was that they were talking about, it was intolerable and mustn't stand that something had to be done and above all, that there had to be someone to blame. I know that's a lot to get out of a bunch of muffled mumbling coming from the floor below, but believe me, you could tell. And at the get-togethers, the guy would seem calm and cool, but you could tell he was on edge. I saw the inside of his apartment exactly once. I didn't go in, but me and a couple of other guys who lived on that floor were walking past, and he opened his door to complain about how loud we were being, and I just glanced over his shoulder and saw that he had a bunch of cameras in there. One pointed at the front door, two more pointed out the windows at the street below. Clearly, whatever he was watching on TV was getting to him. He had this siege mentality that whatever was going on in the world, he didn't approve and was going to make sure it didn't happen to him, whatever it was. And I'm trying really hard not to be that guy. I'm trying to keep seeing the light in the world, but some days it's hard. I should probably show myself the same grace that I try to give to others, but that's hard too. 
anyway, as Dr. Clark said last time, we'll keep you updated if anything else happens. But in the meantime, no news is probably good news. If anybody knows anything about this, we'd appreciate any information you might have. And if it was you, feel free to drop by the station and announce yourself this time. I'm not angry. I'm just worried and would love to be able to get this off my mind. That's it for today, listeners. We'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien. Take care of each other.